Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. I was talking to you about the power of God. I was talking to you about the dunamis, dynamite, miracle-working power of God. And this week, I kind of stood right along the same lines. And I, w- I wanted I something that I really felt was in John 10.10, 10, and we can go there. Um, I think it's important that we see this. In John 10.10, 10, you're going to see an awesome scripture about why Jesus came. And especially this time of year, you know, we say, well, why did Jesus come? You know what I mean? Why, what, what's this all about? You know, we talk about, you know, Jesus and the manger and we, 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 Christmas is coming. You know, it's right around the corner. And we explain this to mankind like he was born and, you know, a virgin birth and all the But why did Jesus really come? And in John 10, 10, Jesus explains the, the masterful position. He says, I have come that you may have life. Amen. And that you may have life over coming abundantly. Amen? Isn't that good? That what the thief come not but to kill, steal, and destroy, but I am come that thou might have life and that thou might have it more abundantly. Okay? Now, once you look at that word life, that word life is zoe. Z-O-E. Write that down. Z-O-E. The zoe, God kind of life. I've come that you may have life. Okay, now that word zoe has a lot of meanings to it. Okay, this is the heavenly life from God. Okay, this is what we're explaining. Zoe is the God kind of life. I didn't come to give you your kind of life. I came to give you the God kind of life. And the God kind of life is way more abundant than the life you think you're going to live. Is that okay? So, God, in his great love, made me and you alive together with Christ and raised us up together and made us sit together. Now, that's Ephesians. Now, I can give you some of these scriptures if you, if you want. I think you should write them. You know, Ephesians, you can look at Ephesians. Um, let's, look at, let's do this. Let's look at Ephesians 2, 4. And we're gonna, as we see this, I think it's going to, you can read it in the King James, it's fine. I think it's going to help um, I think it's going to help you guys get an understanding. Ephesians 2 and 4. And when you get there, you're going to see this. And we're going to read 2, 4 through 6. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, he quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved. Raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. Boy, that's a really good scripture, isn't it? God's rich in mercy, his great love. This is the plan. You see where Zoe, kind of, the God, I want you to have my kind of life. So I put, so this is what happened. We were separated from, now you gotta really pay attention. There's a lot of revelation in this stuff. We were separated from God because of fall, and the fall. So God says, I wanna give you my life so much, I'm gonna give you Jesus And this way, you can come into my life through him, accessing my life that I want you to have. Is that okay? So here, God, because of his great love, made us alive together with Christ. Why? All because he wanted us to have his kind of life. You got to see that? So now we go back to the garden in the beginning. God made Adam and Eve to be in perfect harmony, perfect fellowship, perfect life, perfect everything, but man sins, falls out, we're outside, but God who is rich in mercy, he loved us even when we were dead in sins, quicken us together with Christ. You see that? That's what he's saying. I put you in Christ. So, So Jesus came to put me and you back in him, God, Christ Jesus, so we could have the God kind of life. Does that make sense? That is why Jesus came to the earth. Now, it's funny, right? We're put, they're putting up Christmas stuff, right? You know, and I found the little baby Jesus in the manger, and it's cute. You know what I mean? It's cute, and I understand it. But you know what I'm saying? Sometimes religion gets stuck, and I love it. It's all great. But you get what I'm saying. Like, right? little Jesus came in the manger. So, you know, we got all this Christmas stuff. We talk about it. He just, like, no, this is why he came. 
He came for one reason, to give you his life again that we had in the beginning. He wanted Zoe in you. Okay? Okay? Now, you got to get this. The Greek word for Zoe, life, refers to the principles of spirit and soul life. Now, I want to explain this. It's very, very important. Okay? Okay, now what does this mean? This is the highest blessed life you could possibly live in Christ. Okay? Now, this isn't like I live my life like natural. We're talking about spiritual life. Okay? The God kind of life. Okay? Is that important? Yes. He's talking beyond physical life. Okay? He's talking beyond normal principles here. Okay? He's talking about Zoe, the God kind of life. What do you mean? Now, this is big because you have to develop this. Okay? What do, what do I mean by that? Okay? Because Jesus even talks about the, in Romans chapter 7, okay, in 8, he talks about the law of the spirit of life. There's laws to this thing. You understand this? There's laws. Okay? What do you mean the law of the, law of the spirit of life in Christ? You want to see this? Come over here. I'm going to give you this. Go to Romans 7. Romans 7. Go to Romans chapter 7, verse 5 and 6. Okay? Because he's going to explain. We're in this newness of the spirit. Okay? For when we, okay, you see it? For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sin, which were by the law, did work in our body. They brought forth the fruit of death. But now we're delivered from that law, that being dead, wherein we were used to be held, that we should serve in the newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. Okay? Now, there's a new law. Now, you can see this in Romans 8 and 1. You can just go down a little bit further. It helps you see this, Romans 8 and 1. He said there's a new law. Okay? And we're going to go there. And I'm going to explain this to you. This, this is the law. This law of life set me free from this old life. There is therefore no condemnation in them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. That law of life, Zoe, separated me from the law of sin and death. So you are no longer connected to the law of sin at all. None of us are. For the law, of, you could say it like this. For the law of the spirit of Zoe, life in Christ, has made me free from the law of sin and death. That the righteousness required of the law might be fulfilled fully me by in us who walk, do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh are carnal, but those who set their minds on the things of the flesh are temporal. But those who live according to the spirit, <coughs> excuse me, they what? They have separated from carnality. Okay? Now that's big. Because you have the light. So what is Zoe? It's God's life, God's nature, God's power, God's ability in you. And he's got no problem sharing that with you. Did you pull that in? Kind of got my cup, kind of calm. Nice day. Come on, right? Somebody wants to know what it is. I'm not going to tell you. Got to watch service. I'll tell you what it is. Right? Pastor Chris, are you drinking coffee? Praise the Lord, Pastor Chris. No, I'm just chilling. So listen, okay? So now when you start getting this life, you start understanding this life has benefits. This life has power. This life has ability to change your future, okay? Now this isn't, this isn't too complex, but this is the life in Christ which sets you free from everything that used to hold you back. So now what happens with this thing is, is I think one of the most important things you could really understand here is this, is that you're a new creature in Christ, never been one like you before the moment you become born again. That new life and nature, the zoe, is what? Is basically what now has quickened your mortal body and made you alive, okay? So what? who's life and nature? Now, now you gotta understand this. The life and nature of God is now in your spirit. Now, God's got no problem sharing that life and nature with you 
because he knows that that's the only way me and you could achieve eternal glory with him. Does that make sense? So he gives, so the life I now live, it's like, and look at Galatians 2.20. Galatians 2.20 is Zoe. Does that make sense? The Zoe life of God. And this is why it's important because when you understand this, I am crucified. See this now? You see what I'm saying? The life, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Okay? Now, what does that mean? God's life and God's nature is now what's keeping me alive. God's life and God's nature is now, what, what does that mean? Well, it, 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 what, do you, what, do you, what do you talk about God's life? God's life and God's nature in me now is what's keeping me and you alive in Christ. What does that mean? That means it's the only, way, the only reason why you and me are breathing right now is because God's life is in us, giving us what? Spirit. So you say, well, Pastor Chris, why, why is that such a big deal? Because here's the thing. It goes on to say, I'm not going to frustrate the grace of God, neither am I. I'm going to take my position in the Zoe life of God. Well, what, what did John 10.10 say? I didn't come to give you a natural life. I didn't come to give you a normal life. I came to give you a Zoe God life and a kind of life that's more abundant than anything you've ever seen. You see this? Now, this is bringing wisdom. Now, let me tell you why this is so important. Now, let me tell you why revelation is so important. Because now this is giving me access to something different. Is that okay? You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to have it more abundantly. What does that mean? Now, listen to this word abundantly. A superabundant superior life beyond the normal measure. Okay? Exceeding the measure of the rank, the need. Listen to this. Over and above more than is necessary super added kind of life. Doesn't it sound nice? Something further much more, more than all, more than plain. Super extraordinary, surpassing the uncommon. This is what he's talking, this is the definition. Preeminent, superiority, advantage, eminent, remarkable, excellent. How many of you live in a remarkable life? Come on, man. This is, see, now revelation produces up. This is why I teach you the word of God. I'm telling you, man, this is why, this is why, like, you know, like, sometimes you go to church, this is cool, this is cute, you know, like, like, you can go to church and you can just preach something, everybody gets excited, I like that, that's good, but you see what Revelation does? This just gave you access to, um, well, I don't, I don't have an extraordinary life. Well, you can, that's the life he wants you to live. You pulling that in? That's the kind of life he wants me to live, and it's since it's like, you see this thing? So since it's the life he wants me to live, what am I doing? You see what I'm saying? I'm starting to want some stuff here. Wait, wait, wait. Let me do it again. See, this is why I'm doing this to you. It says, I might come that you have Zoe and that you have Zoe more abundantly. But what, how do you, what do you mean, the God kind of life? Uh, a beyond normal, superior, right? Exceedingly, abundantly, advantageous, higher, beyond measure, exceeding. Right, now you're starting to go, whoa, now watch this. This is so good. Up until today, you're like, hey, I understand it. But wait a minute, you're saying I, the believer, can have access to, uh, I love that word, extraordinary, remarkable, superior, advantageous, excellent life. Yeah, that's what Jesus said. That's what I came to give you. Well, how in the heaven am I going to get that? I get a revelation of it. Once I get a revelation of it, I get faith for it. This is why I teach you the word of God. You see how this works? I bring you this stuff. Hopefully you're paying attention and you go, you said, no, I didn't say nothing. I just read what he said. So I'm telling you, this is the next level life that he wants you to have. And there's power in this life 
to live beyond the ordinary and live in the extraordinary. And now that you got a rev- you're like, wait, now what does this do? It's appet- it's it's like um it's creating the appetite of the mind to go after it. And what it's doing, it's going, hey, I can have that kind of life. So what I want to know, how do I do it? So I start stepping into it more because before I didn't even know God wanted me to have that kind of life. I thought I was just supposed to be get through, just get through and get by. He didn't say anything about get through and get by. He said supernatural power. You see that? You see that? Man. He get, he gonna he gonna give you that kind of life. Zoe. Come on. You hearing it? What do you mean? <coughs> excuse me. What do you mean, Zoe? The God, the God kind of life. Well, what's the God kind of life? Because here's the thing. God gave you the power. Write this down. God gave you and me the power to live the God kind of life. That right there, boom. There's dudamus working power to live the God kind of life. There's supernatural power to live the God kind of life. There's supernatural ability to live the God kind of life. So now, we got this power to live this life. Now, what is this power to live? Now, now you got to understand something. Now, I'm going to show you here. Deuteronomy is power, but how many know Zoe is power? Yes, it is. It's, it's resurrection power. The Zoe kind of life is the resurrection power of God. It equals it. Okay? He quickened your mortal body, made you alive. Zoe made you alive, made you a new creature. So now you have power that you can tap into at any given moment because the Zoe life of God is in you. And what does this power do? This power can do a multitude of things. I'm going to give you some of them today. Now, why do I need to know that? Because you have to understand this. You do not live this Christian life in your own power. But in God's power, it's God's ability that makes us able to accomplish anything. And apart from him, you ain't accomplishing much. So I need you to kind of lean into him and be strengthened because this power, this dunamis, this miracle work in life has to be understood before it's ever going to be accessed. Because once I get revelation, you know what happens with revelation knowledge? It, it, It makes me... Uh, a better acceptor or rejecter of things that I need to accept and reject. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, if you don't know no better, you'd be like, oh, I just, just got to take that. No, you don't. Oh, I got to do that. No, you don't. Oh, I got to settle for that. No, you don't. Oh, I, you see what I'm saying? Now, my bar, my bar of life, meaning like the bar, you know, if you set a bar or you set a goal, has been lifted because Zoe has brought me to a new place. So I'm going to give you like, Six or seven things here that are going to help you understand what this power accomplishes. So look at Luke. Go to Luke one thirty. Go there. And you're going to like this because this power is miraculous. I mean, Luke one we we're going to look at Mary. And then we're going to look at one thirty five to really see her and how she did this. Okay? So look up there. And it said unto her, Mary, fear not, for thou was found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth the son, and they shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto thee him a throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob, and his kingdom shall have no end. And Mary said, how is this going to be? I don't know a man. Look at verse 5. And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. See that right there? See that right there? So what's, what's, this, what's this life do? What's this zoe do? What's this dunamis do? It's the power in your life to perform miracles. You better write that down. This power can perform miracles in your life. Just like Mary. He said, look, you ain't going to do this in your own strength, Mary. You can't. So here's what I'm showing you. Guys, 
you are not going to be able to fulfill the call of God on your life in your own strength. You're going to need the power of God. Isn't this good? Because you're just like, how in the heaven am I going to do this? How am I going to be the parent I'm supposed to be? You need the power of God. How in the heaven am I going to be the dreamer? You need the power of God. How in the heaven am I going to be the dad? You need the power of God. How in the heaven am I going to be the mom? You need the power of God. How am I going to fit ministry? Look, man, I'm not even talking about big ministry, little ministry. I'm talking about the ministry of your life. You, okay, let me just do it like this. You are not your own anymore. Why are you living in your own strength? When you became born again, God gave you his ability. You know, you know the hardest life to live for the Christian? The one outside of God's strength. God makes you alive. Okay? It'd be like this. Check this out. If, if I put a battery in you, right? So like some people are living off these batteries, right? You know what I'm saying? Like if I put a battery in you and the battery is what's keeping you alive. But I tell you, hey, look, this battery in you, it's got to be charged. If you do not charge this thing every two weeks, you're going to die. You'd be like, okay, I got to charge the battery. Yes, because the battery is keeping you alive. So what you do, you pour yourself up and charge yourself up so you can live into the next two weeks. Okay? Now, what happens if you don't stay connected to the battery charger? You don't make it. Trust me, you're going to know where that battery This is the Christian. Who made you alive? You're a new creature in Christ. If his power is the ability that made you alive, his power is the ability that gave you life. His, why in the heaven are you staying away from connecting to the power source? You can't live out here without it. That's what he was trying to say in Romans 7. He's like, you're carnal, bro. Carnality is easy. Why are Christians running around like a bunch of goobers doing God knows what? Because they are not staying connected to the vine. You don't have power in this life without staying connected. You don't have ability without staying connected. You don't have any right in the earth without staying connected. What's it say in John? If ye abide in me. John 15, right? If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you could ask whatever it is you Because the tree cannot bear any fruit without what? You vine. You can't get no fruit out of this thing. You got to stay in connected. Come on. You can't bear no fruit. The power, this power, this Zoe, this dunamis, this ability can't perform miracles in your life. So, you, so what happens if I said to you, you are, your back is up against the wall. You're caught in a tight jam, Right? Zoe! Dunamis, how many, how many have seen God like bail you out? You know, he just did something crazy. He's like, whoa, you was crazy. How many, that's power, miracle working power. It's working for you. Now, here's what happens. I preach it. I activate it in your life. Hopefully you take faith and release it in what you hear, and now it becomes even more prevalent in your life. That's why, that's why going to church is important. Because now you're like, oh, okay, he can do miracles in my life? I don't, I don't know how he's going to do it, but I don't really care. I'm going to let him do it. See that? Very important. What else? Look, write this down. Number two, this power, this zoe, this dunamis, this God kind of life gives you spiritual authority. It gives you spiritual authority. That's Luke 4.33. King James is great. Luke 4, 33. You pulling these in? Man, I, I got miracle mentality. How many got a miracle mentality? You need to get one if you don't have one because Zoe gave you one. That's what I'm telling you. The life and nature of God is miraculous. So Jesus was in the synagogue, and there was a man that had an unclean devil. He cried with a loud voice, saying, let us alone. Whatever you do, you, Jesus of Nazareth, you come to destroy us. Yeah, I know you're the holy one of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And the devil had thrown in the midst and came out of him and hurt him not. They were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, what, is, what a word is this? I love that. See that? What kind of manner of man is this? For what authority do you like? I like that. For what authority and what power does he do these things? You see that? Ain't that good? Ain't that good? Well, 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 for what? 
What, what a word. You better go back. And they were all amazed. Spake among themselves, saying, what a word is this. Did you catch that? What a word. What do you mean, what a word? He's a living word. He's the walking word. He's one with the word. For what authority and power he commanded the unclean spirits, they came out. What a word. See it? He is the word. What happens when you stay with the word? I'm going to show you in a minute. This thing gives you power to spiritual authority. Zoe, dunamis, miracle work and power. So how many, you got, how many you need to have some spiritual authority in some situations and circumstances of life? Everybody in the room does. But how do I, how do I get the benefits of that? I'm showing you right now you get the benefits of that. You know what you do? You know what you do? You push forward in the fact of revelation knowledge that, hey, guess what? This dunamis miracle work and power, this Zoe God kind of life has now equipped me to have authority. I got authority in places I didn't have it before. Not because of me, but because of him. Because what do we learn? My life is now with him. It's his power. He gave me the authority to use his power. That's what Jesus did. See that? So how in the heaven did me and you get the power? Well, we got the authority to use his power. It's not his. So like, well, Pastor Grace, I don't understand what you're telling me. The next time you're facing an obstacle, you don't look like you can overcome it. That's okay. God never intended for you for you to overcome it. He expects you to take his power and overcome it. He expects you to tap into his life and overcome it. He expects you to tap into more abundant life and overcome it. He's not expecting you to live life in your own strength. So why in the heaven do you think you're out here on your own? You're not. Tap into the power source. Here, look at this one. Look at this one. This power gives you access to God's wisdom. Write that down. This power gives you access to God's wisdom. That's 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 22. Okay? 1 Corinthians 1, 22. See it? For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified under the Jew a stumbling block and under the Greek foolishness. But unto him which are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. His power and wisdom. So when you start accessing the life of God, you start tapping into the wisdom of God. When you start leaning into this thing and you start going, hey, now let me show you something. Why did I say that? Now let me show you this, right? This power gives you, how many of you have faced some stuff you don't know what to do? Guess what? Wisdom does. That's probably one of the greatest things I could say today that you would say, yes, Pastor Chris, I have faced some stuff. I don't know. You know, it's funny. I, this is funny, right? We, were ta- I ta- I was just talking, we just talked about this. Oh, you know, I've been, I'm in a relationship. Okay, you're in a relationship, okay? And nobody knows, only a couple of you know what I'm talking about, but not everybody else, right? Perfect example. Wisdom knows what you're supposed to be doing, but you're going to try to do this naturally minded and waste years of your life jerking around because you don't want to go lean into wisdom. But if you lean into wisdom, you don't want wisdom's answer. Zoe's talking to you all the time about keeping you in the God life. Hello? You don't want your own life. Don't go there, man. You want to go back in your own life? Are you nuts? Are you nuts? I don't want to make my own decisions. And you understand when I say that. Be sensitive. I understand people got that. But you get it. Come on, man. What catch up? You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, I'm in this relationship, and I'm in love. and, and Okay, stop. Let's tap into God life and see if this is God's plan for your life. You don't have your own plan for your life because you're not living your own life. You're living the life now in Christ. Is this clicking? Are you kind of seeing where I'm going with this? I'm on my road. I'm on my road. No, time out. Your road better be God's road because the only reason why you're breathing right now is because he's got his life in you. 
And how are you going to be satisfied with a life outside of the guy that's giving you breath? Hello? But I'm in love. Ask God if you can love that person like that. Because maybe you're in love with something you shouldn't be in love with. May, whew, my career. Maybe you're on a career path that God never told you to get on. Maybe you're in a place where God don't want you to live. I don't know, bro. I'm not God. I don't want to be God. I got enough stuff. But see what I'm saying. It's like this. The life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. The Zoe kind of life. How am I alive right now today? Every Christian on the face of the earth is alive for only one reason. Because God took out your old spirit and put his spirit in you to give you life. You got Zoe in you. You don't belong. What? Don't these scriptures say? You're not, you were bought with a price. You don't belong unto yourself. It's no longer your life you live. See what I'm saying? So how in heaven? Look, you don't even got to be in the ministry. You don't have to even help volunteer in the church. You could barely be a church-going member. If you're a Christian, God's life is the only source of strength you have right now. How are you going to be effective outside of it, outside in this world? You can't be, guys. You got to get this. You got to stay connected. So guess what? And find out where he needs you to be. It's important. Why? Because remember this. Write this down. Number four. It's power for you to overcome in your life. Power for you to overcome in your life. Write that down. You're not going to be able to overcome if you don't tap into Zoe. You're not going to be able to, guys. I'm telling you, listen to me. And I'm drinking tea because I think it makes me look cool. Especially with the cup. You know the cup? Do I usually drink tea? No. But I felt like drinking some tea. So if you want to know what was in the cup, it was tea. Okay, so there you go. If you want to come have tea with me, forget about it because I'm probably not going to drink tea that much. It's God's power for you to overcome in your life. Do you get that? Where do you find that? Passion translation, real strong. 2 Corinthians 4, 7. We're going to read a little bit. I want you to get this. 2 Corinthians 4, 7, passion real, reads real tight because it's very important. He wants you to tap in an overflow of power. We are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within. Man, is that not a scripture? So that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God's, not ours. Isn't that awesome? God put his power in you to overcome everything you're going to need. So let me ask you a question. Next week, when you face situations, look, you look at verse 8 to kind of really help him. I know I kind of dipped kind of quick there, but look at this. Because it explains, verse 8 explains what's going to happen. Though we experience every kind of pressure, we're not crushed. At times we don't know what to do, but quitting is not an option. See it? We are persecuted, verse 9. We are persecuted, right, by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but we're not knocked out. We continually share in the death of Jesus in our own bodies, so that the resurrection life of Christ will be revealed through our humanity. Isn't that awesome? Uh, isn't, that, isn't that strong? You know what I'm saying? So what is he saying? Hey, we like common clay jars. We got glorious treasure. We, it, this extraordinary overflow power will be seen as God's, not ours. So what is he saying? He's saying, look, I put power in you to overcome. So here's what I'm saying. So a week from now, when you face something, you can't just be sitting like, oh, Guess what? I, I, don't, I, don't have to, I don't have to know every explanation of everything that's going on, but I know I got power with me to keep continuing. I know I got power in me to overcome. I know I got, why? Because Zoe is God's life. Let me ask a question. Has God's life ever failed? Has God's life and God's nature ever given up? Has God, look, you quit when you get in you. As long as you stay in God, you'll never quit. That'll preach, man. You quit, you break down, you have mental anguish, you have overcoming when you get in you. As long as you stay in God, none of this stuff's going to affect you. None of this stuff is going to affect you if you stay hidden in God as much as it's going to affect you if you come out of God. That is why point number five is so strong. Write this down. Five is this. 
When you're the weakest, his power is the strongest. When you're at your weakest, his power is at its strongest. And that's 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And you all know that. I love that scripture. 2 Corinthians, but, but he said unto me, my grace is sufficient, for my power is made perfect in weakness. You know that one. 2 Corinthians 12, 9, it's up there now. For he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for you, my power is perfect in weakness, therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. Now that's not saying walk around defeated, but what is it? It's like an internal thing like, man, I'm weak right now. Well, that's when his power kicks in. As long as you lean in there, you ain't, don't go in your own strength, go in the strength of the might. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Don't disconnect from the spirit of God. Use the principles. So when I'm at my weakest, God's power is at its strongest. How about that? How would you like that to kick in next time you're living life and right at the brink of like, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Oh, that's good. That's when God's power kicks in. You know what I'm saying? You ever been there? You know, you have to end a rope. And, you know, you're like, man, I can't take another thing. And God's like, okay, are you at your weakest? Because therefore, what? Look, my power is made perfect. And we, that was, the apostle was saying that. He said, look, make this go away. He's like, no, no, no. Right here is, the, is like what I like to call the, the litmus test, the strength test of faith. It's right here. You can't even get, man, you want us crazy? You can't even get the victory in this stuff till you get to this place of pressure. So instead of running out of that place of pressure, man, you better know something when that thing comes. When that thing comes, man, this is my opportunity to go to another level because it doesn't get developed anywhere else. So when you're in here, stay close and know God can get you out. It's really good stuff. So I'm at, when, when, when I am at my weakest point, his power is at his strongest. Isn't that good? Now you're going to remember that. Like six months from now, you're going to remember that. He's going to bring it to your recall. That's why you go to church. That's why you pay attention. That's why you listen to podcasts. That's why you go on YouTube and listen to stuff. Oh, six months from now, boom, something goes. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm at my breaking, breaking point. Feels like life knocked the wind out of me. Boom, what are you going to do? You're going to lean and say, no, no, no. This is that opportunity where he kicks in. He kicks in and gives me ability to do what I couldn't undo. This is, yeah, you've seen this a hundred times in your life. You just didn't know you were experiencing it. The Zoe kicks in. The more abundant life kicks in. It's big. Number six, this power ignites your faith life. This power ignites your faith life. You see that in Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. This power ignites you. Write that down. This power ignites my faith life. You see that there? Now to him was able to do immeasurably more. More, right, than we ask or imagine according to his power. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more, right? You see it there? Through the power that worketh in us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout every generation. See that? This power ignites me. Now unto him that is able to do what? exceedingly and abundantly above all we ask or think, right? Now, what are you saying in Ephesians 3.20? This power ignites my faith. What do you mean he could do exceedingly and abundantly above all? Well, he could do exactly what he said, exceedingly and abundantly above all. Now, here's my question. What do you mean by that? Well, here's what I mean by that. Check this out, right? Right? I think this is a big one, too, because I like this. So I'm looking at this one part here. I, I like the way this reads. And then I got it up there, right? Above all, exceedingly abundantly above all, we ask or think. That's beyond faith. This, this Zoe empowers faith. This Zoe feeds my faith. This Zoe, God is faith. So he can't separate. So as long as you stay in the Zoe, you stay in the strongest faith you possibly can. Because God don't, God don't know nothing about anything about doubt. He cannot doubt. Does that make sense? So what if so if you get if you get your mind, your soul connected to his life source, how in the heaven can you not stay on track? 
You got no option but to stay on track. Don't get in reason. Yes, don't get in reason. Check this out. 2 Timothy 1.7. Y'all know, for God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Write this down. 7. Zoe is the spirit of power. Say it. For God, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. For God has not given us the what? The spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. What do you mean love, power, and a sound mind? God gave you the power. Zoe is love. Zoe is power. Zoe is a sound mind. If you stay in God's life and nature, you ain't never leaving the power. You ain't never walking in fear. And you ain't never, never walking out of love. What is the life and nature of God? Love. God is love. What's the life and nature of God? Love. So if you stay in, now what is the Zoe, right? Now, oh, Pastor Chris, what is the God life? It's the principles of God. Just another fancy way for me to say this. If you stay one with the word, this Zoe will take you to the victory line. There ain't no other way around it because it's his life and nature. Now, do you think God would write something contradictory to his life and nature? No. So what do you know? But now here's this. Where is Zoe? It's in me. It's keeping me alive. The only reason why I'm here right now today and you see me is because Zoe is keeping me alive. You think your heart's keeping you alive? You're nuts. No, it's not. Your spirit's keeping you alive. How can one person be here and one person not be here? How does that happen? Somebody same age, same life in them. Like, come on, man. The spirit is keeping you alive. It isn't your blood pump, your organs. They do natural functions. Your spirit is the supercharge that's keeping you alive. That's why when your spirit was alive in the devil, you were demonic in your activities. Everybody on the face of the earth is even either alive with God's power or demonic power. You didn't know that? Well, I thought people just walking around here naturally. No. When you were alive, the first season of life before you got born again, your father was the devil. That's mankind. That's why it's evil, wicked, and, do, and comes in all shapes and sizes, and everybody's shocked by it. What do you mean? It's demonic by nature. You lose that life the moment you get born again, and now God's life, God's power, God's nature, and God's ability is what's keeping you alive. Zoe is keeping the Christian alive, the God kind of life, that resurrection power in you. So what happens when Zoe leaves you? You go back to the dirt. Now, now do you get to decide how long you stick around? I think you do a little bit, to be honest. I think it's a choice. But if you don't know it, you can't empower it. Just, just stay on this track. God's power and God's ability is keeping you alive today. It's spirit power. Look what he says here. I'm going to give you number eight, and I'm going to be done. Hebrews 1 and 3. King James is great. The word of God contains God's power. That's why I said you were born again by the word. The incorruptible seed of the word is keeping you in general. And the word of God is keeping you empowered and alive. Because in that seed of that word is the life source of that word. Does that make sense? And that stuff is keeping you going. The word of God contains the power. And when you look at Hebrews 1 and 3, and I like Hebrews 1 and 3 because I, I think it's really a, 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 a who being the brightness of his glory and the, and, and, and the express image of his person. Now, that's big. That's the life. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that the life? Right? And being the what? The express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he had himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high and is upholding all things by the word of his power. 
Is it, now, we've been saying this for years. It's not the power of the word. It's the word of his power. So it's not the power of his word saying like this, the power. He said the word is the power. Does that make sense? So you got his word, you got his power. How do you become a, a divine partaker of a divine image? Express image. That's First Peter. You put that word in you. And you hide it in you. And you stay close to that word. And when you try to navigate life, you stay close to Zoe. It'll pull you through. You see what I'm saying? Where is that life? Where is that nature? It's in you, keeping you alive. Your, blood, your heart, your blood pump, that thing ain't keeping you alive. It's your spirit. You see what I'm saying? So this is what people got to understand. Everybody's a spirit. I think like when I said that, you know, some of you go, you get, I can feel it. Like, it's funny. Even though I shoot this, I could feel, it's kind of really wild. I kind of feel it, like where we're going to be when we're in it. And I kind of felt like when I said it, the atmosphere, so I don't know, maybe it's God, whatever. But I felt like, hmm, what do you think? You're, you're either, listen to me. Check this out. When man fell, when man fell, all of us were born in sin. So you're alive by the nature. That nature has changed. That's why you can't go to heaven without God because you're born in sin and your father's the devil. Jesus made it plain. So that's why we got to preach to people. I don't want to hear none of this stuff like, oh, my life's going to be a living example. Your life needs to be a living example, but your mouth better be preaching. Because this is where we share the truth to see people change. And I'm going to tell you what, when you left darkness, you stepped in the light. And that light is Zoe. And the light was the Zoe, the life of God. See it? You see it? That's, that's Y'all know where that is. Maybe you don't. Right? Look at John 1.1. I'll let you go home. Say, Pastor Chris, I'm already home. Well, you know what I'm saying. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by God. Without anything made was made. And he, without Him, nothing was made. I read it wrong. Without Him, God, every God made everything. In him was Zoe. See it? First four. In who was Zoe? In God was Zoe. And the Zoe was the light of man. That's what's giving you illumination. That's what's giving you life. The light shined in the darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. That's why we were in darkness. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came as a witness to bear witness of the light. That all men through him might believe. He was not the light, Jesus, but was sent to bear witness of the light. You see how I said Jesus light? That was the true light. Jesus was light of every man and come into the world. He was in the world and the world was made by him, but the world didn't know him. He came unto his own and his own received him not. We're talking about Jesus. But as many as received him, to him he gave the power to be the sons of God. What was that power? Zoe. Watch. The sons of God, even them believed in his name, which were born. Look at verse 13. Look at John 1, 13. You get it. Who which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh. You weren't born natural, nor were you born in the will of man. My mommy and daddy decided to have me. Baloney. Ain't no mistakes. God wanted you here. You reading this? Nor of the will of man, but of God. For the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You say, hey, oh, you, you, want, you want to see it again? You need to see that one part? Verse 13, which were born not of blood. Look at verse 13. Explain that to me, bro. I was not planned. I was a mistake. Nobody wanted me. You don't even know who in the world you are. This is why I told you come to church. You, everybody's been planned. Which were born not of blood, natural, nor of the will of man, natural, of the flesh, 
natural, but of God. Everybody in this earth. That's why, that's why God is so strong to see life. Because God wants deliverers released in the earth. Strong. And the life was the light. <laughs> and the Zoe's light. Ah! What happened when light came out of God? Remember when Jesus came on the Mount of Transfiguration and the light in him shined out and it knocked him over? It was power. You got power in you. That Zoe is supernatural power waiting to be released on life situations. And all you got to know is there. See, that's what gives you power. See, look, if I don't got 50 in my pocket that I know about, I'm not empowered. But if I got that money in my pocket, now I know I what? I'm empowered to do something. You see it? It's like everything else in life. You got to know you got it before you can use it. But I'll tell you what, once you got it, you better use it because if you don't use it, you might just lose it. Come on, somebody. Ooh, you better use that, right? Come on. Let me pray for you. I'm pumped. Father, I just thank you for each and every person at the sound of my voice. I thank you for leading them, guiding them, helping them. Let them walk in the Zoe power of God. Let them walk in the ability of heaven. Let them walk in the spiritual power you've given them. Let them walk strong and let them walk in the light that you've given them to walk in supernatural ability in each and every season. And I thank you, God, that we're not going to forget that Zoe life and nature of God is arising on the inside of us, bringing illumination and revelation to every area of our life. We thank you for it now, and we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You guys are great. I'm going to see you Sunday, 9 and 1030. Don't forget, stay updated what's going on here at Relevant Church. We're getting things ready for the holiday. Amen. It's going to be an awesome Christmas season. We've got a lot of great things going on, so stay updated, stay with us, and we'll see you soon. We love you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.